the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. While I am in Hungary, he is a dynamite guy, originally from Australia, now an American citizen, the famous Nick Adams. Hello, America. G'day, g'day, g'day. Today is the 6th of August, 2021. Another wonderful day in the greatest country in the history of the world. My name is indeed Nick Adams, and I am your guest host today. For the magnificent, the incomparable, the unparalleled, the adjectives continue to fail me to do justification to the great man, Dennis Prager. As many of you know, occasionally I have the great privilege of filling in. Uh, Of course, his shoe size is much bigger than mine, but it's always a delight to join Dennis Prager's listeners, the greatest listeners in the United States of America, on what I think is the premier program in the country. The 6th of August today, it's uh, 76 degrees and sunny in New York City. It's 83 degrees and cloudy uh, in Tampa, Florida. In Los Angeles, California, it's mostly cloudy, 64 degrees. Uh, Today is the 6th, which of course is a very big day in history. On the 6th of August, 1945, the United States became the first and only nation to use atomic weaponry during wartime when it dropped an atomic bomb on the Japanese city of Hiroshima. Approximately 80,000 people were killed as a direct result of the blast and another 35,000 were injured. At least another 60,000 would die by the end of that year from the effects of the fallout. Other interesting things that happened on this particular day... We have, uh, it's Jerry Halliwell's birthday. Uh, (laughs) Lucille Ball was born on this day, on the 11th of, uh, in 1911, I should say. So there's a lot going on in the United States of America, that's fair to say. This is actually my first time filling in on Dennis's show since, uh, the events of November of last year, and suffice to say, the country has changed rather dramatically in the last little while, and we're going to be talking a lot about that today. We're going to be exploring a host of different things. We're going to be hearing from David Horowitz from the Horowitz Freedom Center. We're going to be talking about America, culture, what we're up against, what we need to do to try and turn this place around. We're also going to be speaking uh, to Mike Sharek, who is a a great coach who talks about, he's got a great new book that's out at the moment called Manhood Manifesto. And we're going to be speaking about uh, his book and 
what the condition of masculinity is in the United States of America. I know that that's a question that a lot of people interested in culture often discuss. Uh, We also are going to be hearing from a man called Matt Palumbo, who is an expert on Governor Cuomo. And, uh, of course, Governor Cuomo is right now embroiled in a massive news story with the results of the Attorney General there in New York coming out just a couple of days ago. As always, we would love to hear from you. Uh, our number is 18Prager776. That's 18Prager776. Or 1877-243-7776. I saw a really interesting article that I wanted to share because it really kind of hits at all of the major issues uh, in America today, particularly in politics. Now, I saw it, it appeared in The Hill. It was written by Monica Crowley. President Trump left office seven months ago. But the pathologically obsessed left just can't quit him. Every left-wing media outlet ceaselessly talks about and curses him like it's August 2018. Yet their six-year-long, wild-eyed, anti-Trump mania has, in many ways, only made him stronger. Witness the most recent filings by his Save America PAC and the Federal Election Commission showing Trump raised an eye-popping $82 million in the first half of 2021 and has over $100 million cash on hand with which to influence the 2022 midterm elections. No other former president has ever inspired and controlled that kind of political fundraising juggernaut. Additionally, Trump has been holding key meetings about his future, described by his former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, as making plans to move forward in a real way with President Trump as the head of the ticket. Right on cue, of course, leftist commentators came out in force, claiming that the Biden administration, investigators and prosecutors are boxing Trump in and that his influence is on the wane. But as his massive fundraising, dominant poll numbers and huge crowds at rallies indicate This is wildly off the mark and another transparent attempt to wish Trump away. You'd think by now they would have learned that is a fool's errand, but they haven't. And one of their favorite ways to try to diminish and dismiss him is to ignore his achievements, which they will never concede, make him one of America's most successful presidents. For decades, Democrats have been talking disingenuously about reducing income inequality, poverty and unemployment. In four years, Trump did it. Through a pro-growth, pro-worker agenda, tax cuts, regulatory relief, unleashing our energy sector and working to achieve fairer, more reciprocal trade deals, Trump delivered a booming pre-pandemic economy that benefited all Americans. In fact, Trump's policies gave us a Goldilocks economy, strong overall growth, significant wage growth, full employment for all demographic groups, low inflation, and a narrowing of the income and wealth gaps. He created a true blue-collar bloom. When the pandemic hit, Trump and the White House Coronavirus Task Force led a comprehensive approach to try to mitigate its impact and get the American people and U.S. businesses through the crisis. 
Early on, he suspended travel from China and Europe, declared a national emergency and oversaw the implementation of the Bipartisan Coronavirus Aid, Relief and Economic Security CARES Act. His administration ensured that critical relief was sped to America's workers, small businesses, industries and state and local governments. Most astounding, Trump removed bureaucratic hurdles and launched Operation Warp Speed, which made the U.S. the world leader in testing and produced a complex vaccine distribution in just 10 months. Trump withdrew us from the World Health Organization over its mismanagement of the pandemic and led us to a robust reopening and fast economic recovery. Trump worked to solve the immigration problem by securing the border, enforcing immigration laws, targeting sanctuary cities and ending catch and release, chain migration and the visa lottery program. He closed asylum loopholes with the Remain in Mexico policy and worked to combat human trafficking. For underserved communities, he established opportunity zones to create jobs and generate investment, made unprecedented investments in historically black colleges and universities and achieved historic criminal justice reform. Trump worked with state and local lawmakers to expand school choice, signed a critical executive order that promoted and protected free speech on college campuses and expanded education in science, technology, engineering and mathematics fields. In foreign affairs, Trump rebuilt our military capabilities, defeated ISIS by destroying its caliphate and eliminated terrorists Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi and Qasem Soleimani. After presidents of both parties spent decades promising to name Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and move the U.S. embassy there, Trump did it. Perhaps more importantly, his administration secured the historic Abraham Accords between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco and Sudan, creating a monumental geostrategic shift in the Middle East to set it on path toward a sustainable peace. He, of course, was also the first modern president to forcefully and proactively take on Chinese economic aggression, impose crippling sanctions on Russia, Iran and North Korea, and the list goes on. The left will never acknowledge these and other Trump successes, but as other transformative Republican presidents, the left must try to besmirch Trump for the history books. But they continue their war on Trump for another reason. They fear him. Trump's opponents know that he could engineer the most astonishing comeback of all. Donald Trump is rarely stealthy. No wonder his enemies are so worried. I'm Nick Adams, and you're listening to The Dennis Prager Radio Show. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. How much equity do you have in your home? 50,000, 100,000, more? Cybercrime experts are alerting homeowners that the more equity you have, the greater the chance foreign and domestic criminals will come after you. Home title theft is one of the fastest growing crimes. In fact, Home Title Lock 
America's leader in home title protection, is alerting homeowners they could already be a victim and not know it. Here's how it goes down. First, cyber thieves search hundreds of public databases for high-equity homes. Next, they pull your home's online title, forge your signature stating you sold your home, and take out loans using your equity. You're not covered by insurance, your bank, or common identity theft programs. Protect your most valuable asset, register your address now to see if you're already a victim, and receive a complete title history of your home. A $100 value free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free, I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Radio Show. My name is Nick Adams filling in for Dennis today. It is a pleasure to have your company. Uh, give us a call, 18Prager776. That's 18Prager776 or 877-243-7776. Well, I'm delighted today to be joined by somebody that has been an inspiration to me for a very long time. I own every single one of his books, his work, his writings had a very significant impact on my worldview growing up. And it's probably fair to say that I wouldn't be sitting right here right now or doing the things that I do in America every day if it weren't for this particular gentleman. Uh, I, of course, am referring to Mr. David Horowitz, who runs the Horowitz Freedom Center. Uh, he is an incredible thinker, a wonderful patriot. I got involved with his organization Three or four years ago, and I always enjoy going to their signature event each year, which is usually held at the Breakers in West Palm Beach, a Restoration Weekend, it's called. And boy, oh boy, does the United States of America and Western civilization need some restoration. Uh, he is the author of his most recent book, is The Enemy Within, best-selling author of The Enemy Within. Mr. Horowitz, thank you for joining us. And thank you for that introduction, Nick. Well, now, I the enemy it. within is the, called the Democrat Party, which is an anti-American racist party. Um, we don't, on the right, um, uh, well, of course, I'm an ex-leftist, which is why I talk the way I do, but <laughs> conservatives are too polite for this war we're in to save the country. Uh the Democrat Party, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm almost speechless, you know, speechless at what they've done. Like the news today uh, shows that with 800 
unaccompanied minors have come into the country. We got, I think, about twenty thousand now. Uh, it's it's uh, hard to imagine the hardships these kids have been put through. They've been sexually abused. Uh, they've got COVID. Uh, Biden has imported for this year. 200,000 COVID carriers, and that's the low figure. Uh, it depends on whether 10% of the migrants uh, are COVID carriers or 16%, as was reported in McAllen, Texas today. If it's 16%, uh, since we're on track for about 2 million illegals entering the country, which the Biden administration is flying you know, using the Air Force to fly all over the country. That's 320,000 at the peak. COVID carriers. Uh, you know, of course, the Democrats want an endless epidemic, an endless crisis, because what they really want is total control. They're totalitarians. David, um, one of the things that I know that uh, you've been speaking out a lot about lately and have for a long time is the critical race theory that I know many of the listeners are terrified about. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, well, it, it's no different. I mean, it's hard to you, you can call it a theory, but only, only academics would call it a theory. Yes. Uh, what it is is a slander of the United States that, that our institutions from the founding are racist that the Constitution is racist and the Bill of Rights is racist. Um, uh, you know, and the true founding is 1619. There's all variations of this. But the main one is that because all of our structures and all of our laws and, uh, and all of our values uh, reflect our white supremacist uh, character, um, People, the, the leftists shouldn't respect them. But look, what are, these are all revolutionaries. These are all Marxists, crypto-Marxists. Uh, it runs right through the whole Biden administration um, and the Democrat Party. I mean, I wish there were voices uh, of resistance within the Democrat Party. I'd feel a lot better about the future of our country. Well, um, let me, but, well, let me but ask a revolutionary, you. Look, a revolutionary is, first of all, a radical, whether they we call them radicals now, the revolutionaries, is a criminal because he believes or she believes in total transformation. If they, were, if they don't believe in reform, which means they don't believe in using the system that's in place, which is a brilliant system, the American system, to reform it. What they want is to dismantle it so that they don't respect our laws. You have to, you know, if you were watching during the summer of those riots, you have, what the heck are they doing? They're just destroying. Well, so David, how does that help anything? Uh, yeah, that's uh, exactly right. But if you, I, if you think that, if you think like a revolutionary, that's what you think. Yes. You hate well, the, let me, the, you know, a let country me ask you. That, that has, to, has to limit the immigration because everybody in the world wants to live here. Well, probably not anymore. 
Yeah. Well, let me ask you, David, as you know, in 2076, America will turn 300 years old. The question is, I know a lot of people are talking about this, and I'd love to get your very fertile mind uh, on this particular question. Do you think the United States of America can make it to 300 the way that we're going right now? No, I don't. I think we're on the brink. And what can we do to turn that around? We have to win the, the... You know, a lot of the problem is the lack of will on the parts of Republicans. Uh, I mean, they're supporting this infrastructure bill, which is racist. Well, why are they supporting it at all? I mean, the, the, the Democrats are destroying the economy by printing money. Uh, yes. I, I don't think we can survive. Unless we have to win the, the congressional elections in 2022. Um, and then I hope we would impeach Biden Harris and Pelosi. Wouldn't that be a and great put Trump day. in their place? But I, I don't see the will on the Republican side. No, either do I'm I. Not I. I'm not impressed. Well, David, David, let me tell you that uh, you are providing incredible resistance, and so does the Freedom Center, and we're so lucky and and uh, delighted to have you fighting for the conservative cause. Uh, David Horowitz, best-selling author of Enemy, The Enemy Within. Thank you so much, David. You are listening you. to the Dennis Prager Radio Show. I'm Nick Adams, and we'll be back in a moment with a Join the movement more. that's disrupting the left's monopoly on education. Join Prager University. Go to PragerUniversity.com and donate today. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. G'day, g'day, g'day. Welcome back. You are listening to the Dennis Prager Radio Show. My name is Nick Adams, and I am your guest host today. Well, uh, as you know, August is fundraising month for PragerU, with over $5 billion views, PragerU has been educating college and high school students all over the world. And now PragerU is reaching grammar and junior high school kids with new PragerU kids content. Education got us into this mess, my friends. Education is the only way out. We need to support Dennis and his terrific team. Go to PragerU.com to donate or call 833-PRAGERU. PragerU.com or call 833-PRAGERU. Well, every now and again, you come across somebody that impresses you. 
Every now and again, you come across somebody that breaks the mold. And our next guest is certainly an example of both of those things. Her name is Amanda Mackey. I like to call her young Amanda Mackey. She looks about 27 years old. And uh, Amanda has a very interesting background, and she's also running for Congress uh, next year, in next year's election, Tampa Bay area. And uh, she's a young lady with an outstanding mind, and I thought that we would pick some of those fertile brains of hers on some of the most pressing issues in America today. Amanda Mackey, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me today, Nick. Amanda, I wanted to ask you, how old are you really? I'm 43. Okay, so there you go. Now, I've just broken the cardinal rule, folks. You're never meant to ask a young lady how old she is. Wait, wait, wait. I'm 29. 29. There you go. That's a much better answer. There you go. 27, 29. She's around about there. Amanda, uh, you're the future of America, many people would very kindly and generously say, and there is some truth to that. Tell me, what do you think the biggest problems in the United States are today? You know, you've talked about this a lot when you give speeches and you talk about how proud you are to be an American. And that's what one thing we share in common is that we both came from other countries to the United States. My situation was a little different. Um, My parents and I escaped when I was an infant from Iran and we came here with nothing and worked very hard to achieve uh, the unachievable in most countries except America. That's what makes this country so wonderful is that you're not limited by your last name. You're not limited by uh, who you know. You are only limited by your own drive to succeed. And that is just something that I think we're losing in America. Why? Because President Biden, I always like to say in Joe Biden's America, people are getting paid to sit at home and not work. They're actually competing with private enterprise, restaurants, bars, you name it. They're trying to hire people and they can't because Joe Biden's saying there's fear, fear uh, what's happening in the world. And so we're going to pay you to sit at home. And that is very scary to me. When I saw what happened last summer with the destruction of our cities, monuments, desecration of where we are and where we have been, that worries me a lot because it, tells me that people aren't proud of the great to be a part of the greatest country in the world. Amanda, uh, how realistic do you think the chances are of the United States of America becoming what President Trump said last year was never going to happen, becoming a socialist country? I think it already has. I mean, the price of everything has risen in less than you know 200 days that President Biden has been in office. Uh, the price of gas has gone up exponentially, a dollar a gallon. Uh, the price of food, poultry, fish, uh, beef, pork, everything has gone up 100%. And then we're paying people to sit at home. And then we want to spend trillions more money that we don't have to pass more social safety net programs. That is, to me, the definition of socialism. Well, Amanda, when we come back, I want to talk more about that with you. And I also want to hear a bit about the race that you're in and uh, what that looks like. Folks, you've been listening to Amanda Mackey on the Dennis Prager radio 
show. Uh, we only bring you the greatest and youngest guests. I'm Nick Adams. Uh, this is The Dennis Prager Show. We'll be back in a month. The Dennis Prager Show. You are listening to The Dennis Prager Radio Show. My name is Nick Adams. It is the 6th of August, 2021. It is a pleasure, as always, to have your company. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us a call. Give us a call. Tell us what is on your mind. We have been speaking to Amanda Mackey, a young lady that is running for Congress in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, she is not just a congressional candidate. She's a, an attorney. She's a television commentator. And we've been speaking to her about socialism in America. We've heard a little bit about her story I'd like to hear a little bit, uh, Amanda, about your race and what's going on. Sure. So uh, I am running for the Republican nomination to be the congressional candidate for uh, uh, Florida's 13th congressional district. So that is basically the St. Petersburg, Clearwater area of Florida. Just outside. Yes, it's a nice place. Um, And I hope to represent you, Nick Adams, in Congress one day because you will likely be living in my district. There you go. Now you've told everyone where I live. Well done, Amanda. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Amanda, uh, is this a seat that is winnable? It absolutely is winnable with the right Republican candidate. So, um, you know, Pinellas County is a uh, county where uh, we're going to take a little bit more of Pinellas County, make it a little bit more conservative. So it's likely to be a Republican leaning district. Uh, This was a seat that was held for uh, five decades by Congressman Bill Young, someone who was known to be not only an excellent statesman, but just an overall good person who cared deeply about our veterans. And we need to restore it to that because for the past six years, it's been Charlie Crist. And if anyone knows or remembers Charlie Crist, he has been a turncoat every step of his career. He is now running for governor, which is making this an, uh, an open seat. So I'm I'm running to represent uh, the district in Congress and would be grateful if people would go to my website, amandamackey.com, and would think about uh, contributing because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take fundraising uh, and it's going to take a lot of work because the Democrats are going to spend millions to keep this seat uh, and we're going to flip it. We are absolutely going to flip it. Amanda, uh, if you are elected, what would your legislative priorities be? Well, I think, first of all, the most important thing right now is the economy. Uh, what is happening, especially if you look at our uh, county, you have a lot of people who are on fixed income. And if the price of fuel and food and everything is rising and you have hyperinflation in the market, people who are on a fixed income, retirees, veterans, how are they going to be able to afford to live? And I think that is something that people fear right now. Critical race theory is a huge threat to American culture. And the fact that the Democrats are pushing for racism-based teachings in our schools, uh, that is something that we have to fight tooth and nail. And that's what Congress needs to make sure that they push back on vehemently, introduce legislation to stop it. But most importantly, I think still top of people's minds is uh, the election and the election fraud and what potentially the Democrats are looking to push in H.R. 1, which is basically doing away with states' rights. They want to take away states, 36 states that have voter ID laws, 
They want to do away with that. They want to require mail-in balloting. All of those things, if you have a Republican-led Congress, we will fight against that and we will introduce legislation that requires voter ID laws. I think that is a huge thing. I was a Trump attorney in Wisconsin for the recount in November, and I oversaw a lot of those vote counts that were happening and recounts that were happening. Uh, and absolutely, I can tell you that uh, they looked the other way because of COVID and they allowed mail-in ballots that were missing the conditions precedent required for a mail-in ballot and they included them. Wow. Yeah, there's certainly a lot there, uh, Amanda. And uh, I know that uh, election integrity is at the forefront of people's minds, without a doubt. And I'm glad that you mentioned that as something that uh, you would be addressing as Congresswoman Mackey potentially in 2023. Uh, There's a lot of talk right now about vaccinations and there's obviously a spike with COVID. What do you apportion that spike to? Yeah, well, it's very much, if you look at where the spikes were during the winter months, they were in the Northeast where the weather's colder and people are inside their homes. Everyone's congregated inside their homes. Now it's summertime here. Obviously, we are very warm in uh, in the Tampa area. And, uh, and so people are all stuck at home. Uh, I will tell you, uh, when I got COVID, I got very, very sick. And uh, the only thing that was able to save me and help me was a drug called ivermectin. Uh, for 10 days, I couldn't break a fever of over 100 degrees. Uh, and, and I was... And I... And I was able to do that when I got ivermectin. So I think there are other alternatives out there, too. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Amanda. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you. No less Thank in you. studio. Thank you for coming. And uh, we wish you the best of luck on your campaign. Uh, you're listening, folks, to the Dennis Prager Radio Show. Uh, visit amandamackey.com. That's amandamackey.com for more information. And we will be right back. The Dennis Prager Show. The key. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Radio Show. This is Nick Adams. Uh, Give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. I understand we have Tom from Glendora, California on the line. G'day, Tom. Good day, mate. Put another shrimp on the barbie. There you go. A little bit British, but you're getting there. It's not too bad, Tom. It's pretty weak, but first of all, I'd like to... (laughs) commend you. You're a great American patriot, sir. It's wonderful to hear you subbing for Dennis. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough for your wisdom. God bless you, sir. Thank you. I really I am, appreciate it, Tom. It's well deserved. I'm deeply troubled, as most Americans are, I think, Nick, as this country is on the verge of going from a good, God-based nation, as you said, the best in history, into a Marxist, Satan-driven hellhole of communism, murder, and oppression. My question to you, sir, as uh, a former, I guess, citizen of Australia and being very intimately uh, informed about the condition of that country, tragically, it seems they're even in worse shape than we are in going down this horrible rat hole. What wise advice do you have to us Americans, uh, well, and you too, that for that matter, what can we do based on your wisdom from your experience to, to fight and kill off this evil attempt to ruin the country? Tom, thank you very much for your call, and it's probably the most important question that I can be asked. You're exactly right. I left Australia to come to the United States of America because the United States of America was different. 
the United States of America are offered opportunity and possibilities that, uh, unfortunately, my country of birth did not. Uh, Australia, contrary to the international perception, is actually a very socialist kind of place and has been for a long time. Now, that's not to say that it's all entirely bad, but certainly as a young person that wanted to climb and succeed and pursue my dreams, this was the place for me to be. And uh, indeed, the way to save America is to exercise fidelity to the foundational principles of the United States, those found in the Constitution, in the Declaration of Independence, in the Federalist Papers. The recipe for American recovery is in those documents. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We don't need to do anything different. All we need to do is exercise loyalty to what we've always been. And it's crazy that we would try and adopt all of the stuff from other places that people have left to come here for. Why would we want to replicate that? So that's what we're facing. That's what we need to do. That would be my advice. Uh, We're finishing the first hour of the Dennis Prager radio show, but the good news is we have another two to go. I'm Nick Adams, filling in for Dennis Prager. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 